Hey all, hopefully having a wicked one wherever you are today. Uh, today we're jumping into the album breakdown of Hypersphere, which is, well, I guess one of my favourite tracks on the album from the Divine King Project. By the way, we're going to be jumping into and watching this today together. Um, if you don't have all of the tab and notation for this entire album, you can just grab it free at scottsalbumbonus.com. Just go to scottsalbumbonus.com. You'll be able to grab it free there. See all of the stuff I was playing, and we're going to be listening to this humongous solo that I played today. Um, and I'm sure that you're going to want to be able to see what's going on. So just go to scottsalbumbonus.com. You can check it out there. Now, with Hypersphere... Um, when I went into doing this, I think it was a little intimidating because it's definitely a, what would be, you know, called a, a bass feature. It's definitely one of those kind of tracks, right? It starts off with this whopping great big bass solo. Um, I guess it's, you know, if I know that like a lot of you have loved Glass Ceiling as well, which has that bass intro. Um, but there I'm playing, there's a lot of melody, like I am improvising a little bit, but there's a lot of melody as well, you know, I'm playing the melody and then improvising around the melody, whereas Hypersphere, it's just sort of like a straight out solo, it's just like improv. So, and going into it, I really wanted to do a great job of um, telling a story with the solo and making sure that, like, if I think about who, from a soloistic perspective, yes, there are people like... Schooly Thurison, Matt Garrison, Gary Willis. There are those individuals that have inspired me on bass, but going further than that, there are also improvisers like Chris Potter, for instance, the saxophone player who is maybe, in my opinion, maybe one of the, maybe the best improviser on the planet. Um, and I wanted to kind of, when I, when I think about what improvisation for me is or what I really love in listening to other improvisers it's what chris potter seems to be able to do just above and beyond anybody else that i've ever heard you know just to extreme measures is he just takes this tiny seed of an idea this phrase and he'll just sort of like pull this throughout the entire piece and it's just and tell a, a whole story off the back of this this one little idea that he started out with and i'm just um and I find that so inspiring. So going into, you know, playing this solo that I'll, you'll see in just one second, and then we'll break it down. I really wanted to draw on the, insp on the inspiration of those characters, you know, Chris Potter, but also, um, you know, Scully Ferris and Gary Willis and all of these, you know, bass guys as well. So... I don't know. I think I did a pretty good job. I actually, I was really pleased with this track. I was pleased with the bass tone. I was pleased with the solo. And also, just to put it out there, that David Binney's solo, after when I play my solo, his solo, oh, it is mind-blowing. It's... His solo on this is maybe my favourite solo on the entire album. He does that thing. He takes this seed, this tiny seed of an idea, and he expands on it and expands on it. And it's just just such a beautiful improvisation. Anyway, with that said, let's jump into the full recording now so you can see um, you can see myself doing the solo, Dave doing the solo, and then Scott Kinsey does a solo to take us out as well. Let's jump into that, and then we'll do the breakdown. Here we go. Thank you. 
Okay, so now let's jump into the chord sequence. I'm just going to speak through the chord sequence just so you know what's going on um, and what I was playing over here. And again, if you want to grab the lead sheet and all of the tab and notation, just go to scottsalbumbonus.com. You'll be able to get it all there, okay? Now, it starts out, um, it's in B-flat minor. It starts out, you've got a couple of bars of B-flat minor, then goes to G-flat major, then we've got an A-flat sus then D flat major, and then back to B flat minor. So it's, you know, there's there's not a crazy amount of stuff going on here. And each of these chords that I just spoke through there, B flat minor, G flat major seven, A flat, D flat major, B flat minor seven, they're, they're extent, you know, they happen for at least a couple of bars, right? At least a couple of bars. So for the most part, um, I was not um, thinking key centers or anything like that. I, it was actually, it said B flat minor seven. Okay, I'm going to play some B flat minor seven over there. It said G flat major seven. Okay, I'm going to play some G flat major seven over there. A flat, you know, and, and similar as it goes through. Um, now, that's not to say that I don't use substitutions over those chords. I absolutely do. Um, I'm just saying that I wasn't, it's a very different situation to when you've got like, you know, um, two beats per chord. That's different. You, you're going to have to look at and think about that in a different way. But here we've got these, you know, really nice, um, nice chords. They're extended for a couple of bars at least. And then sometimes you even get four, 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 uh, four bars of one chord, which is really fantastic because you can, you know, you can do what you want with it. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to jump into the solo and we'll listen through and I'll point out some various things that are going on. Okay, so here we go. Oh, that is not what I'm looking for. Here we go. So even there, I, I I did I wanted to kind of I wanted to sort of like fade into the solo, so there wasn't any sort of like definitive bah. Like it doesn't really start, and that's very intentional. It's sort of like I wanted to kind of just like leak into it. Again, all of that was like, like it feels like it's really linked up, you know. I could I could sing it, for instance, and that for me is the sign of a great solo. B-flat minor here, but I actually use a B-flat melodic minor. As I go down here, you'll hear this. There's a little bit of tension in there, in the line, and that's because I'm using a major 7 over the minor 7 chord. Check it out. Uh. Here we go.
And again, this is all singable, and you can hear how all of these phrases are linked up as well. Again, I didn't want to just shred on this thing. And yes, there is shreddy bits in there, but they're really used as a conduit between two different phrases. I'm playing a phrase, and then if I am shredding, it's to get me somewhere else. I'm using that as a vehicle to move me to a different part of the solo or a different chord. This is just all G minor. Also something to point out here as well is how um, delicate I'm playing, um, especially in those fast runs. Something, when you listen to, you know, somebody like Gary Willis, for instance, you'll hear him play a fast run, then you'll try and emulate it, right? And for the most part, you'll fail. Now, because of two, two reasons, right? Number one, well, firstly, you're not Gary Willis and neither am I. But secondly is because Gary Willis plays extremely lightly, extremely lightly so he gives him the ability to play these super fast lines that you just cannot do if you're kind of like digging in now i do actually play quite hard but i intentionally played very very lightly and delicately on the on this entire um on this entire solo and especially on the fast runs on the fast runs i'm really really not digging in at all. At all. Seriously. It'd probably surprise you how little I'm actually digging in. On there. Here we go. That's a great example. Is going, and then you've got this all this run and then you go That's what I mean by about taking you know one phrase and then you're gonna link that, you're gonna play something very similar again, but you're gonna in between that you're gonna sandwich this cool little lick to get you well not a little lick, that like this sort of like an improvisation, fast burning line or whatever it is, to get you there. Let me just show you that again. Here we go. Phrase one. Fast bit. Phrase two. Okay, so what what I mean here is when you're linking these phrases, um, you don't need to have them right next to each other. You can play something, then you can have you know a little little bit of burden, right? Then you can play a related phrase to what you've just played earlier. Now this is changing tonality here. Again, that was that's all played very lightly, very lightly. Go again. Hear how those two phrases were joined up there. 
that bad da 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 Now listen, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. See, there it is again. So I'm linking up the phrases, but they're not sat right next to each other. Phrase one there. Phrase two. And then this this whole bit is just all linked up. And then I'm thinking, okay, I need to get out. Let's go back down. Again, right, so check this out. When you're doing a solo, be very intentional, or at least think about how you're going to get out of the solo. So you'll hear, I'm right up on the top of the G string. I don't want to just stop and then jump back to the, you know, down on the E or the B string. I'm right at the top of the G. So I need to, like, work my way down. You can hear that happen in real time. I'm trying to get back down. Check it out. Here we go. Now, right at the beginning of the sax solo, I played this really th- cool thing. It was really unintentional. Um, if I'd thought about it, I might not have gone gone for it um, because I could have completely messed it up. Um, but Binny starts playing, and then somewhere, like within sort of like after his first phrase or something, I just play this sort of like really long line. And and just to let you know, it was so funny that like after after I played that long because it was I didn't know it was going to happen. I'm playing. And I just sort of like oh, it's this whatever G minor. Let me just actually I'll tell you what the uh, the chord was. Um, yeah, it's like G minor. So G minor, right? And then he plays a phrase, and then I play this long line, and I definitely wasn't expecting it. And and that's just you know the way it happens sometimes. Sometimes. You're not thinking this stuff through all of the time. Sometimes you, you will just play something. You're like, oh, you almost surprise yourself. That was this was definitely one of those moments. But I can remember getting to the bottom of the line, thinking, ha, if I'd th- if I if I'd thought about that too much, I definitely wouldn't have done it because it might have totally totally screwed it up. So I was like super happy that I uh, I didn't check it out. Here it, here it comes. Now, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm glad I did. It sounds great. Now, listen to Binny's solo. Listen to Binny's solo. Come on, it's just glorious. Now, remember what I was saying about taking these phrases and joining them up. Just taking that seed. You'll hear Binny doing this all the way through. Check it out. Here we go. Next phrase. I need to work out what that lick was that I played there. (laughs) 
So check this out. I'm so sorry to cut him off. It's, it will be interesting as an exercise. Listen to his solo, right? And just hear if you can imagine what the next line is going to be. Just imagine what it would be. And I'll tell you what, it might be very similar to what he plays. And that's how good he is that, that he can just, ah, oh, so good. Oh, I love that. And again. Is he going to play again? No, again. Oh. This becomes the new idea. Down in the basement. Oh. I love this bit. Just one note. Okay, Kinsey comes in. So good. I don't think we had the end sorted on this at all. This is maybe the first take, maybe the second. I can remember thinking we don't have an end. I can remember thinking, oh, oh. We've not discussed what, what happens at the end. And you'll hear that. You can hear us kind of just sort of like stop on one chord. On the chart that I'm looking at, it just says fade. <laughs> Meaning like we'll fade it on the album, but obviously we didn't fade it on the album. So this is it. We have no clue. Nobody knows what's going to happen now. Oh. <laughs> we got there in the end. <sighs> Loved it. Loved playing that. Just listening to it again, I think it's maybe my favourite one on the album, just in terms of like what does it really for me. Just there's so many, just great improvisations from everybody, but there's just like so much space as well. And, and and I love it. I love space um, within improvising, but also musically. I find that I'm drawn to to music that has a lot of space in it. Which you know, 
it's kind of funny because we've just done this like mad ass fusion album right with with not a lot of space in it but uh, but there are you know there are definitely moments where there is a lot of space and this was definitely definitely one of them again my favorite uh, moment from that was david binney's solo is just fantastic it's just a a, a real masterclass in in you know in improvising and taking you know a seed of an idea and and dragging it throughout this solo it's just so beautiful anyway if you wanted to check out what i was playing on there in detail you can grab, grab all of the tab and notation for free over at scottsalbumbonus.com so definitely go there and remember i'm also uh, we've created an entire course teaching you guys all of this stuff. So I'm sat there with the bass and I'm playing the lines and I'm sure all of that. You also get to um, you get to be me in the band. So we got all of the recordings, removed the bass as well, so you can be me in the band and play all of these tracks. And all you need to do to do that, to grab all of that stuff, is go to the member go to the member go to the membership um if you're already a member obviously you've got access to it already but if you're not just go to scottsbaselessons.com grab your 14-day free trial you'll have access to that course but also you'll have access to over 100 other courses as well as along with all of the amazing membership features that we've got as well so go check it out over at scottsbaselessons.com and if you haven't grabbed the free ebook yet go to scottsalbumbonus.com thank you again take it easy bye